0: Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan, and welcome to the Fandom Optimists. This is the show where we love our stories, and we love when they bring us together. This is a bonus episode this week. We are doing... Uh, uh, Blue is here. Hi, Blue. Um <laughs> <laughs> well, well done. Thank you. And uh, we are doing the Werewolf by Night special presentation on Disney+. Plus. Uh, this will be a shorter episode. By the way, I, I promised yesterday that, we would, that I would look up... Uh, if Abomination killed that dog in The Incredible Hulk. Oh. <laughs> if, you, if you listened to last time's episode, I hope you're listening to this one because I told you to. And here's your answer. Uh, he did not kill the dog, as near as I can tell. We do see uh, Blonsky shooting Trank Darts at what he thinks is Bruce, and then he turns and shoots the dog. He doesn't change anything. So unless there's like a subtle button somewhere that can switch it to live rounds, he only tranquilized the dog.
1: Okay.
0: As far as I can tell. Okay. Anyway, Werewolf by Night. Um, this was great. I, I fucking love Werewolf by Night, man.
1: Yeah. Um, you- it was pretty cool. Uh, admittedly, our our so i watched it with my housemates who have never seen anything from the mcu that's wild um because i've been like trying to convince them like it's really good you should watch these movies um and so i was like how about this hour-long halloween special werewolf by night and they're like yeah we can watch that yeah sure um but it was periodically interrupted because um their son is sick and um he, he would have coughing fits bad enough that at one point he threw up. Oh, no. Yeah. So they, they obviously had to get up and tend to him. So, you know, there was a few times where we were pausing. Um, okay. So you had the, the experience dampened a little bit. Yeah. That and um, there's something a little bit sad from me turning and going, that's man thing. And then being met with two blank stares. Oh, 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 no! <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, right.
0: Right, I forgot. Not everyone not everyone knows. Um, I
1: couldn't even be like, he's like Marvel's version of Swamp Thing because they also don't know who Swamp Thing is. Yeah, that,
0: that does not help. Uh, my God, that's so sad. Um, yeah, I gotta tell you, if not for the inclusion of Man-Thing, I would have assumed that this is just a one-off to, like... Test to see if audiences are cool with weird stuff. Just like, I'm just gonna see if you guys like this. But the inclusion of Man Thing, he's important. And that makes me think that some combination of Man Thing, Jack, and Elsa are, are all coming back somehow. Well,
1: okay, so Elsa is the one character I actually knew of going into this. I didn't okay. know from the trailer that she was Elsa. Um, but in the beginning of the thing, when they were talking about the Bloodstone, I actually looked over to um, to the others. I was like, "Oh, I actually know a character last name Bloodstone. Her name's like Emma or some shit." And <laughs> so then when they name dropped Elsa, I was like, "That's it, Elsa Bloodstone." Cool, that's fun. Did is this a is, is like? Have you read comics with uh, Elsa Bloodstone? Or? I played a couple of games that have her in it, and I knew she was a monster hunter.
0: Okay. Um, Does she seem about the same
1: as she did in the games, or is it like a whole new thing? Pretty much the same. Um, That's cool. Uh, I mean, in in her like fully realized version, um, she she's a bit more gung ho about being a monster hunter. In this, it was like she was what's the, not reluctant because she wanted to be a monster hunter, but she seemed a little bit more, I guess, lackadaisical would be the word for it. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but um, but it also seems like now that she's in charge of the Bloodstone and everything, now she might be more geared up, um, you know, for the whole monster hunting business. So I guess we could view this as a bit of an origin.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, I think. Um. Because she's oh, that, clearly not into this stuff at the beginning, and then
1: she's like, okay, well, I guess I have the, the stone now, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, my friend, who I've known since we were in first grade, um, was watching uh, the, uh, the special with me, and keep in mind, he does not regularly criticize things the way that I mm-hmm. do. Um, he, he does not watch superhero movies. Um, right. I think he's seen the first Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> um but um it took me wire i mean uh and and yet he busted out a thought that was exactly the way i felt because i was talking with him after it was over i was like that was pretty good i don't really think it's one of their best i thought this was neat i thought this was neat and he's like and one of the things i brought up was i i was kind of shocked that man thing took up like the first half um I was assuming it was going to be a werewolf thing the whole thing the whole way through. And he went, I think it would have been better if it was an hour and 15 minutes instead of 50 minutes. If they gave the werewolf an extra 20 to 30 minutes of screen time, I think it would have been better.
0: That's very interesting.
1: And I, I, I stood there for a second. And I was like, I think you're right. Because yeah. for something called werewolf by night, you got maybe 10 minutes of werewolf.
0: Yeah, I, I, I see that. That makes a lot of sense. I didn't feel that. I was like, oh, shit, and then here's the werewolf thing. And it's like, I, I felt like if you draw out the werewolf stuff too much, you get into trouble. So I was like, it was good. I'm glad that they kept it short and sweet with the werewolf stuff. And the guy who is the werewolf was clearly the lead of the, of the special. Um, at least kind of shared with uh, Elsa.
1: I think um, um, the way... Well, yeah, he's, he's actually the face on the Disney Plus menu, uh, not her. Okay. Um, Interesting. I think I would have personally preferred and uh, my friends seem to agree the way that they were going through the garden labyrinth in the first half and the other hunters were the looming threat Um instead of just having a single action scene of the werewolf beating the shit out of everyone, let the werewolf stalk for a while, similar to the way the hunters did. And the hunters initially band together, um, just trying to defend themselves from this looming werewolf before they wind up turning on each other. Um, That would be fun. If you did something closer to that, I think I would have liked it more because it, while it was a love letter to old horror movies, and the first half had that vibe. The latter half didn't really feel much like a horror movie for me. That um, makes sense. I, I'm on board with that. Uh, I should also say I am not an expert on any of this stuff. I barely know Elsa Bloodstone. I didn't even know like, that the Bloodstone was an object. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just knew she was a monster hunter. And, um, Interesting. Uh, the the I, I didn't know about. I didn't know what the story was. I know there's a werewolf by night story in the comics, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as a comic line. But it's Moon Knight first it. appeared. Um. So I went into this. Uh, I I thought I was going in completely blind. I was surprised that I knew. Uh, or that uh, Man Thing and Elsa were characters in it, um, and you know what? I really did like it. Um, I liked the Irish guy. Um, that guy was great. Yeah, he was a really cool character. Um, he felt very threatening. Um,
0: yeah, and that made it way. That made it very impactful when Man Thing just incinerates him. Just- yeah. Doesn't even try. Just reaches out and grabs him,
1: and the dude is gone. I, I do want to point out, um, I find it very interesting, the timing, that we just had a She-Hulk episode where her actions um, slightly mimicked those of Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, and then we immediately get the introduction of MCU Man-Thing. Who was uh, a big part of uh, that story?
0: That's interesting. Yeah, and, I think I'm also Man getting, getting info real about Deadpool forward. three. So, hmm. you've got you're you're about to make me put on a
1: tinfoil hat. <laughs> it almost feels like they're kind of gearing up for a Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe esque movie. That would be nuts.
0: <laughs> I, I do think no matter what happens man uh, man thing's gonna be important
1: in something going
0: forward he's gonna be really important he
1: is a he is a major player in a lot of the supernatural based stories in uh Marvel. Um I I by the way I wasn't one hundred percent certain that it was man thing initially um I, I was like that looks like man thing I'm not entirely certain and they were like oh his name's Ted and so I googled it and, <laughs> yeah, asked, and that's man thing <laughs>
0: Uh, I really liked the dynamic between Jack and Ted.
1: It made me happy. Yeah.
0: It was a sweet little friendship that they
1: put in there. Just two guys having a good time. Yeah, that the
0: ending is so sweet with them just talking and and he's like, Is she safe? And he, and he you know clearly says yes, and then he kind of says something and kinda nudges Jack and he goes and Jack just laughs and goes, No. I come to your rescue. (laughs) I'm
1: like, that's sweet. I like them. Yeah. I I hope we get to see more of them.
0: I hope. I really, really hope.
1: I I think we will. I wasn't like sure that I was going to enjoy Jack as a character, but I did wind up liking him by the end.
0: Yeah. I liked him a lot. I liked him the whole time. I think, my favorite acting moment in this... Into- well, okay. Actually, Elsa has a bunch of really good acting moments. I was about to just throw one out for Jack, but no. I, if I had to pick a top three, I guess it would be... The, firstly, the way Elsa says Ted <laughs> floored me. When he's like, you got to call him by his name, call him Ted. And, and she confronts the man thing and she goes, Ted... <laughs> and, and it like, and it like straightens up. She goes, "You have a lovely name." <laughs> and just, she's trying so hard to stay calm. God. It was so good. That was uh, such good performance. I love it. But what I, what I was about to say about Jack and my favorite acting moment from him is when he's like sniffing, like trying to get her cinch so he can remember her. And she says, "Does that ever work?" And he says, "Once." And the way he said once is like, you know, this dude has killed someone he cared about by being a werewolf. Yeah. And
1: he sells it really good in that one line. Um watching it with uh with my housemates, like I said, um we got to the part where Ulysses, first of all, um, my friend's a dumbass. And um uh they, they were like the Ulysses bloodstone, and um my friend's like, ah. He's the cousin of S. Grant, and I was like, because they have the same first name. And he's like, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny.
1: Um, but yeah, we we saw Ulysses get fucking. Um, his corpse got turned into a fucking sideshow attraction.
0: That was uh, so fucking weird.
1: And and um. Uh, my my friend's wife uh, turns to me and is like, "So wait, was that actually his corpse?" And I'm like yeah, I'm pretty sure they just put a fucking mechanism in his dead body. Yeah, they clearly did. And had like a voice recording. Uh, And she just turns and she she looks at her husband and she's like, I want you to do that for me after I die.
0: Oh my God, that's good. I absolutely adore, I'll be rotting for you. Uh, And then he laughs. laughs. Yeah, that's how you go out, man. Go out on the worst pun imaginable that's the best way to do it.
1: Yeah. Uh also his wife, I assume, and uh Elsa's stepmother, I guess. Yes. Um just really good at playing a bitch and um I just remember after uh the werewolf, you know, was um uh popped out and was fighting through everybody and uh there's this shot of Elsa trying to talk to him cuz he's like Hurt and sort of curled up, and then mm-hmm. the camera shifts and you see—I can't remember her name. It was like Verdona or Verunda or fucking Veronica Salt or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> um, and, and and you see her sitting behind her, and I just remember me and my friend who were sitting next to each other. Um, I, I was just like, "Oh, kill her already!" And at the same time, he's like, "You gotta kill this bitch. <laughs> she, can't, she can't stay alive." Very good. Um we uh they also thought it was cool how they did the um the, a hallway fight scene <laughs> with they the, did a hallway fight scene with the, with the blood splattering on the camera dude that was awesome. Marvel
0: did some creative things in this that that Marvel is not typically known for doing and yeah. and I was very impressed. I also love that because it was black and white, they were able to go full r rated with blood splatters without getting an r rating
1: yeah, oh two things about the black and white one i really appreciate that the bloodstone was the only thing that was in color for most of the movie that was very cool and two at the end they these fucking fools decided to play goddamn somewhere over the rainbow as color filtered into the, uh, the- i i hate it and i love it
0: i loved it i thought
1: that was great um but uh uh Oh, what was oh um I knew that my friend was starting to get into it um when the Asian guy with the face markings popped out with the crossbow, uh Mm -hmm. the crossbow, and like she was like slamming his arm in the door and they're struggling, and he just goes, Chop that shit off. (laughs) She did. He's like, damn right.
0: Damn right. That's a great scene. Um, that was that was also very much where I was like, "Oh, okay, we're moving. Here, here we go. Uh, yeah. This is this is this is some exciting stuff." Uh, I liked fire tuba. There's a fire tuba. Oh yeah,
1: oh, yeah, the fire tuba. That made me
0: so that made me Even so damn happy, man. That
1: fucking fire tuba in the end credits with the silhouette.
0: Yeah, it just made me so happy, dude. They have a fire tuba in this. You don't get to say that very often. <laughs>
1: Um, I, I thought uh, I remember at one point she did a Black Widow move and I said that out loud and again they didn't know what I was talking about yep that's um, very sad <laughs> but I thought I thought it was really cool where they didn't make Elsa this completely overpowered person and in fact some of the other hunters were dangerous to her so like with the Irish guy coming through she just decided to hide under the slowly dying body of the other dude
0: that was great. Also, that was gruesome as hell with this dude choking to death on his like own blood.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and she just covers his mouth and waits for him to die. Yeah. That was gruesome. Yeah. That is much darker than anything I think I've seen. The only thing in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe that feels darker to me than that moment is Wanda exploding Black Bolt's head from the inside. That is the only thing that I think is a more gruesome thought than covering a dude's mouth as he slowly chokes to death on his own blood.
1: Uh, I I feel like some stuff in Moon Knight might be a contender.
0: Oh, maybe, 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 maybe. I'm trying to think of what gruesome things happened in Moon Knight. Uh you um, hook
1: an impaling uh monster through the chest on a spire and that's pretty bad,
0: but it's not human and it's a weird yeah, CG guess. creature. So I I think that I think that's what removed me from it a little bit. Um but man, that was dark. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Elsa's <laughs> sure. awesome. I need to see her more I need to see more of her. I need to see more Elsa. Um
1: I'm sure we will. Like, she's not like an A-tier Marvel character, right? I wouldn't even call yeah. her a B-tier. She's probably like a C-tier at best. Yeah. Um, but she does have a cool dynamic that a lot of the other characters don't have. And, and Earth-based supernatural stuff is still a largely untapped well in the MCU. Because the closest that we get to that is Doctor Strange but let's be real they deal with a lot of multiversal and other dimensions and shit um, if you ever want to deal with like we're getting blade blade yep. is going to start touching on vampires in the MCU, yeah
0: and uh, there and was there was a sketch of like a bat in in the very beginning of this so i was like okay so these people might hunt vampires some of them might know
1: blade yeah that's what I'm getting at is this earth based classic horror monster kind of uh, territory we, we're we getting we're gearing up for Blade uh, we, we're we gearing up for the Black Knight um, we've introduced Elsa Bloodstone and we've introduced uh, Man-Thing um, I don't know if Avengers has a named imprint that's like the equivalent of Justice League Dark oh
0: ah. But... I... I don't know. Is like, it the I, Midnight Suns? I keep hearing the mid, word Midnight yeah, Suns.
1: It's thank something. You. Midnight Suns is probably that. Um, if they, if they do like a Midnight Suns and bring these characters together, um, I'd like that. Bring I, me Ghost Rider. Yes, I, I like that. Marvel has different like factions that focus on different things. The Avengers is the big superhero world ending threat um going to space or fighting Dr. Doom or whatever that kind of stuff. Um the Defenders is your street level, you know, um hero group that deals with serious issues, but they're not as big and public as um as what the Avengers deal with. Yeah. Um Midnight Suns or whatever can be your fucking uh, your your supernatural stuff um and then
0: you've also got sorcerers that are like a different type of supernatural stuff they deal with mysticism where the supernatural part deals with monsters yeah yeah, monsters and folklore and
1: um uh fuck like you could probably do a tv series about like alpha flight or whatever yeah um I'm still down for a, the office style show about damage control. I'm just <laughs> out there.
0: They should. I'd love to see um is his name Cleary? I don't remember his name. Who? The guy who the uh, the guy who was in No Way Home and then he was in Miss Marvel. Oh, um, that
1: that asshole. Uh yeah. I've yeah, I kind like of
0: like him because I kind of like him because he's like not a total dick. He really seems to believe in what he's doing and he does believe in not going too far because he gets really pissed off at
1: that one woman well,
0: for attacking these teenagers uh, in a school. A, a and he's mod- like, you're fired.
1: A couple of modifiers to what you said, though. One, he gets pissed at her because... not because he thought she was doing a bad thing, but because it was public. That's true. That's he likes a good point. doing bad things without taking the heat for it. That's um, a very valid point. <laughs> and, and two... I'm sure the KKK also believe in what they're doing. Uh, believing in what you're doing and thinking that you're doing the right thing doesn't make you not a bad person.
0: Yeah, I guess I just mean that it's like he is technically upholding the law. And but the law sucks. Like, yeah.
1: The law um, then, was going to be used in Winter Soldier to snipe one in three Americans.
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, so it's like
0: I got where he was coming from on the Spider-Man stuff. Uh, the Miss Marvel stuff is like, yeah, it becomes a question of does he really give a shit about uh, collateral damage or not, or only when the cameras are on him. Uh, I am excited to see more of that guy somewhere and that, just that show, figure out more about him.
1: That show also made sure to make a point to let you know that these people are racist.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, they were very deliberate. But they also kind of had... Where I'm pretty sure his name is Agent Cleary. I'm just gonna call him that. If I'm wrong, please tweet me at Fandom Optimists to tell me I'm wrong. Um, but he, where she, that woman is being hella racist, and and also anti woke. Like she's just doing some anti woke shit too. Oh, where she's God. like, she's like, was it a brown girl, uh, uh Muslim, uh, Latina? Oh. I'm sorry, it's supposed to be Latinx, isn't it? And it's like the way that she's saying all this stuff, I'm like, oh, you are just obnoxious as hell. And and I liked that they had, who I'm pretty sure is Agent Cleary, kind of give her a look. Like, His name is P. Cleary. Cleary, okay. Good. Um, Cleary kind of gives her this look where he's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You don't have to be a racist bitch. You can just interrogate the suspect. That's yeah. the impression I got at least. Um, look, anyway. look,
1: I'm not saying that he is not better than that chick. Uh Deaver, I think is her name. Yeah.
0: Yes, that's right.
1: Yeah, Cleary is clearly not as terrible as Deaver. I just think he is also terrible.
0: He he is pretty bad. He's he's not your he's not your Nick Fury where that you do an occasional shady thing for a noble cause he's doing lots of shady things he also for he really some likes, shady causes
1: he likes he really likes being manipulative uh, he was that's
0: funny too like they they made him manipulative in really funny ways and then suddenly it gets not funny at the end of the at the end of the sentence they're very good at writing his dialogue where okay. it's like Like when he's messing with Ned. It's like at first it's pretty funny.
1: I was going to say the way he's dealing with both Ned and Zoe in their respective interrogation scenes. Yeah. uh, It's just like, wow, you're a fucking scumbag, bro.
0: Yeah, he's like being self charming and friendly and a little funny. And then suddenly there's the heel turn where it's like, oh, I'm in trouble. And I think that's pretty good. Anyway, Werewolf by Night is, is really cool. I liked everyone in it. Uh, I hope to see more of them. The music, oh, I have to mention the music because this was directed by Michael Giacchino, and you know he had he was you know he was directing this whole thing with an ear for how he was going to score the music. Did mm-hmm. um, the, the music was on point? It was perfect. Uh, I've had that werewolf melody stuck in my head
1: since I saw it. I, I also oh. want to point out that. Um the the visual effects it's not just black and white they specifically added things like film grain or uh, the imperfections of old film reels like occasionally a black spot would appear in a frame yeah of... it was very clever yeah um again the the trailer ended with film burn uh...
0: that's true yeah and I really liked um that they did the Marvel logo and on the little upturn there's a scream and slash marks and it turns black and white and it continues the Marvel logo theme, but in a minor key (laughs) and with like dark chorus involved. And it's uh, oh so cool. It was so good. I I love you, Michael um, Giacchino.
1: That, that, that did surprise me. I, I remember saying out loud, Oh, they changed the, the intro. Um,
0: yeah, and, and your your friends had no way to appreciate what that yeah. meant. <laughs> yeah, again. <laughs> <laughs> all right that that's all I got on on werewolf by night. I love it. It's one of the. It's very creative, um, and it's a great. It, I think it's a great place to jump in because I know I'm going to be recommending it to all the people at work. I I have a lot of people at work, coworkers who are like, can you help me figure out what I should be watching and what I should be skipping because I'm two years behind on all this Disney Plus stuff. And I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I was like, so don't watch this without this. This one's standalone. You can watch that. And Werewolf by Night is like the ultimate recommendation for that. If you like the Marvel world, but you're maybe a little behind, you don't want to figure out how it lines up with other things. This is the best one to just it's an hour of your time. It's not a six episode series. It's not a two and a half hour movie. It's just put it on. It's a short and sweet, really cool story.
1: Yeah, I thought That's... that would be a really good way to ease them in. I think the next thing I'm going to try having them watch is Moon Knight. Um,
0: that seems like a good step after this. Yeah. Because
1: again, it's very standalone. It doesn't tie into a whole lot of other stuff in the MCU. And it's only six episodes. Um, mm-hmm. And if they like Moon Knight enough that I'm like, do you think that you could try occasionally watching an actual like MCU movie? Then I'm going to go into Iron Man with them.
0: That's brilliant. Um, yeah. Werewolf by Night, it's cool. You got any finishing thoughts on it?
1: Um, oh, uh, the, the werewolf design was uh, very interesting to me because the, the furry shoulders and, and the, the way the body looked very much paid homage to the werewolf effects of the old, like, 30s movies. Yeah, the Wolfman, um, yeah. But but the face was actually very interesting and well detailed. Um, and uh, in a weird way, I don't feel like the face quite matched with the effects of the body. <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. But I still thought it looked neat.
0: Yeah, it was very cool. I was very pleased with it. All right, I think that's it for us. Um... Uh, we are a member of the Hall of Pods podcast network. I forgot to say this on the last episode. Maybe I get credit for doing it on the bonus episode this week. Uh, There is a link tree in the description of this episode that will take you to all of my amazing podcasting friends. Blue is one of them over at Cape Corner. You can follow his podcast at Cape Corner on Twitter. You can follow this podcast at Fandom Optimists on Twitter. And until next time, never apologize for loving your fandom and try to stay optimistic. I'll talk to you next week.